No, should we play? Should we play the real music? If you were listening last week, you'll know that Mal Meninga has never seen Star Wars. Let's let's do a properly Sam. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, as I said at the opening of the show, the man has never seen Star Wars. Thank God he could play footy and coach it as well. Mel Meninga, thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Head into Chemist Warehouse for great savings every day. Uh, happy Wednesday to you, Mel. Thanks, Ben. I was just wondering what that music was. <laughs> you you wouldn't know that? it. <laughs> that's from a uh, that's from a little it? movie. It's from a little movie called Star Wars. Um, right. Get get around okay. it. It, it. It's yeah. It's it's made quite an impact on I don't know planet Earth. It's <laughs> it's been yeah. Well, but I reckon I reckon if I if just out of curiosity I started to watch it, it'd take me I don't know how many weeks continuously just to watch. The length of those shows, apparently they go for, for ages, don't they? Oh yeah, that's the, they'll be the best weeks of your life, Mel. Best weeks of your life. Let, let's start talking. <laughs> so let's start talking some footy. Um, uh, well, well, let's start as the coach. I mean, you're Kangaroos coach, obviously uh, the Maroons Messiah, as we used to like to call you when you were in charge of the Queensland team. Coaches this year, because we're getting into that pointy end of the season where the votes are being tallied, and there will be a coach of a year announced. Um, who do you see? At this point, as the coach oh, of Andrew the year. Webster, yep, Andrew Webster, hands down. I, if there's going to be, you know, I think everyone understands that. I don't think you have to be Einstein to realise that he's done a terrific job with the Warriors this year. They, you know, they're sitting in third position. Um, they've had a terrific year. He's built strong res- resilience in the footy team. Um, they'll play finals. And they'll probably finish, you know, finish up in the in the top four. I would suggest here. Probably the only person that would rival him, again, would be Ivan Cleary, you know. So, from my point of view, Ivan's done another terrific job. You know, they've lost Kikau and Coruscant, uh in particular. You know, lost Burton the year before. And they just keep on keep on going 28-0 against the Sharks last weekend. And they just keep on winning. And their system's so strong and their defensive systems are, are excellent. Um, you know, it's, it's out of Andrew and... And Ivan, but obviously you have to go for, with Andrew because he's a new kid on the block. Does your old teammate Kevin Walters come into the conversation at all? Well, I think anyone that finishes in the top four comes into calculations, there's no doubt. Um, where the Broncos have come from, where the Warriors have come from, you know, um, the hardest thing in, the hardest thing in anything in, in life is staying at the top. You know, Ben, so... You know, for me, um, you know, obviously work hard and there's motivations to get to the top and when you get to the top, sometimes you, you start to relax and get a bit complacent. Um, but that's not the case for the purpose, you know. So, I mean, in the modern era, you know, the NRL era, to actually, you know, coach a team, I think they've been in three consecutive grand finals and it looks like they're, they're on the way and I think the Broncos are the biggest danger. So, you know, Kevin's done a terrific job there as well, and um, and they played really well, you know, last week um, against the Roosters. They showed great aggression off the back of Guskill's comments, and they showed you know the true their true colours. So I mean, I think the Panthers are, are favourites. The Warriors have done really really well from a coaching perspective, um, but I think the Broncos are, are your, 
be a main threat. So, yeah, I mean, anyone in the top four from a coaching perspective, I feel I've got a, a case to for, you know, for the, the coach of the year. Mal Meninga says it's out of Ivan Cleary or Andrew Webster. 13, 13, 55, 0467, 736, 736. Where does it sit with you? And, and Mal, you're right. In that top four, I'm looking at Andrew Webster's record with the Warriors this year. So, And comparing it to last year. 15th they finished yeah. last year. Six wins in total. Well, he's already had 12. He's doubled already what they've done last year. Um, six and four at home. Six and three away, and they've got the third best defence in the NRL. They've conceded just three hundred and forty-six points. We all know defence wins premierships. That's yes. a big teller for me. I'm looking at Kevy though, and, and there's a couple of, and I know, I know coaching. Well, actually, maybe you clarify this. Can, can coaching be put on numbers? I know win loss, but can can are there any stats that that stand out for you that can tell the mark of a coach? Well, I think a club's you know, defensive record is a is a big one, obviously, because that's the that's what they say. You know, again, you don't have to understand the you know the game. I think defence wins most sports. You know that you play. So in rugby league, defensive qualities are really important. Um, I think in, in Broncos' case, what Kevy's built, he's built a bit of a a wall when they go away. I think they've they've won nine out of ten, haven't they? Uh, games when they've been away from Suncorp. That was that you was know, a stat I was going to point out, Mal, and I'm glad you mentioned that because yeah, we, there you go. well, winning on the road, winning on the road in, in any sport, right. in any really sport, good. yeah, yes, losing just it's the one best in the comp, yeah, yeah, which is terrific, you know. So I mean, and then obviously from Kevy's point of view, he starts to build the fortress, the corner and back at, at Suncorp. Well, then you know you're, you're going places, aren't you? But winning away is a really key element to, to success, obviously, and um, I would, you know, it's, it's got a, such a really, it's such a, such a great footy team, you know, it's, um, and they're all young kids, you know, I think I, I did a, a bit of a survey the other day, and uh, when they talk about, you know, I think they're fourth, fourth youngest team in the competition, um, and and probably the fourth least in experience as well, so, so they've got a bright future, you know, so this is sort of, Last year they you know, had some hurdles and challenges and they've overcome it this year. They're getting better every year. And so the Broncos are on the up. They're, they're, they're a team that will keep on um, you know, winning into the, into the future. So they've got such a strong roster of young kids as well. Mal, I'm going to throw one out from, from left field on this. And, and we talk about winning nine uh, out of ten away. I'm... And I said this at the beginning of the season, and I'm looking at it now. The Broncos draw. Their away games, they don't have to jump on a plane for many of them. I know they've played in Darwin. I know they've played in Melbourne. They're playing in Townsville this weekend. But their base in southeast Queensland, playing Titans, playing the Dolphins, playing at the Gabba, playing Magic Round at home, there is a lot of away games where they're actually still in Brisbane or with an hour of Brisbane. Um, yeah. How much of an effect does that have? Oh, it's an enormous effect, but you just go down to Sydney as well. You've got nine teams in Sydney that are in the same boat, probably more so even, you know. So um, the Queensland teams do travel, uh, particularly the Cowboys. Um, yeah. So, 
you know, the Queens, the, the Southeast Queensland teams down there, um, they're, they've got to do some sort of travelling. Um, Broncos obviously playing in the, the number one rugby league, you know, <laughs> Field in in the world basically, yeah. um, you know. But I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking at away play, games too. An away game against Souths on the sunny coast, and away yeah. ga- an away game yeah, against yeah exactly an away game against the Dolphins at Lang Park or Suncorp Stadium. I mean, it's their it's their yeah. house too, you know. Well, there's always some yeah, well, there's always some caveats in there, but but in saying that, you know, they've they've done really well, and um, but then Sydney teams. You could actually have that argument for the Sydney teams how much football they obviously play at home. They've got to play eleven home games or twelve home games, yeah. but um, they play the majority of the rest of them around Sydney anyway. So that's within an hour of their home base as well. So yeah, I mean, they're in fortunate situations, you know, geographically, I guess. Um, but in saying they still got to win footy, you still win the games, you still got to front up, you still got to be motivated, you know, get your systems in place, you know. Um, you know, work really hard, you know, you know, for your for your victory. So, you know, I'm still being away, being away from Suncorp. Suncorp's such a, a you know, big stadium and I think great advantage, you know, to your, to the home team. Uh, you look at Queensland's record, you know, at Queensland and yeah. uh, Suncorp Stadium. So, you know, it's just a it's it's a place you want to play in. The players obviously love doing that. Um so yeah, I mean Kevin I don't. You know, I understand what you're saying, but your teams have still got to win. Thirteen, thirteen, fifty-five, oh four, six, seven, seven, three, six, seven, three, six. If you've got any uh, questions for the Jedi Master himself, Mal Meninga, he'll have no idea what I'm talking about there. But you do. Uh, send oh, this. Oh. <laughs> send them through, <laughs> Mal. Um, the Cowboys. Two of your kangaroos in Jeremiah Nanai and Val Holmes uh, won't be there until the finals. Jeremiah may be back depending on his injury, but Val Holmes not after the suspension last night. What were they thinking? How could he have got off that? I've got no idea. But four weeks and possibly four weeks for Jeremiah Nanai. Can the Cowboys make the finals? Can they make the eight without two of your test stars? Yeah, I think they can. Ben, um, they'll miss they miss Val. I think they can cover Jeremiah, obviously, um, up there. They've got some great edge back rowers and good forwards and things like that. But I think they'll miss miss Val. Um, they'll miss his goal kicking. And, well, he's goal kicking. But he, he's he's a player you want in your footy team when the times are tough. You know, when when you when you need something to happen, you need a player to stand up. When you need points, um, Val's the man. You look at so many times and. Just even the last couple of years, Ben, you know, like he's dropped field goals or he's a run down a sideline to, you know, to set up a try or to score a try. He's just, he's that person you want in your footy team. That's why I love him so much. That's why I pick him in, in rep side <laughs> because he, he makes a difference when it matters and uh, they'll miss him dearly, I would suggest. Um, you know, they've got Cole Felt. I'm not quite sure what they'll do, but, um, yeah, it's uh, they'll miss him. They'll miss his points, but... I still think they'll make the finals, and I think they got to buy. Obviously, they play the Bronx this week up there, yeah, um, which is going to be you know an important game for them. Then they got to buy. Then they play the Sharks at home. Then they got you know the Dolphins away. So I just think they're on twenty six points. They got to buy, so twenty eight points. They've got four games, so that's got to win half of those, I reckon, to you know, to make the eight. And they've got a good for and against as well. So as long as they don't get beaten by plenty, um, I think they'll make it.
It's an interesting one I'm going to put to Cohen Hess. So I'll be speaking to uh, to Big Cohen next hour uh, after training. Uh, just what they will do in that centre position, because I know Zach Laybutt has, has filled in there before for, for Val Holmes, um, but he wasn't even named in their, 20, their 22 uh, yesterday, knowing that Val was uh, going to go to the um, the judiciary as well. So Kyle Felt, yeah, it comes back in. Um, maybe there's a, a shift. Well, from... he can go on the wing, and I think Sammy Valamai's had you know, yeah. time in the centres before too, and he's playing good footy. Um, so you know, um, I think that's a that's a good option. Um, and but Sammy's a right, he's a right side player, so he, you might swap Peter Hiku over to left side. He's a you know, he's a much travelled, um, you know, great player for the game. You know, so I mean, yeah, I think I think they're about to fill that. But the the second the second row position, uh, I think, is pretty well covered. Yeah, all right. Hey, Mel, um, t- Titans and Dolphins, let's just quickly turn our attention to them. They are on the same amount of points right now on the ladder. They've got the same amount of games remaining. Only four and against separates them. So they're on, they're on 22 points. The Cowboys are sitting eighth on 26. So, so they're, they're two wins right now, both of them, out of the eight. Uh, can they make the finals, Titans and Dolphins, or, or are they cooked? Um, well, they're, they're hope. You know, so you know, with hope there's optimism, and and if you keep persevering with your, you know, with your, with your performances, well then, you know, there's there's hope there. So it's about just winning, really. They've got to win. The minute the minute they lose their next game, um, see you later. So they've just got to keep winning. The same, I think, with a couple of other teams in the, yep. in the top eight. You know, so the Sharks and they sort of cannibalise themselves a little bit. You know, the, the the top eight teams as well. So they play against each other as well. So, yeah. you know, it, I reckon, you know, it's funny because I just went, you know, we, we talked before, and I've, I've gone to the Raiders as an example because obviously, you know, I've got a great affiliation with the Raiders. They play the Sharks in their last game at away, and they're the last game of round 27 as well. I reckon, I reckon it could come back to that last game uh, in the last round of the season to yeah. actually you know, work out who the top eight's going to be, you know. So, but yeah, I mean, the Dolphins and the and the Titans have got to hope. Um, you've got Eels; they're good for and against Manly. They've got a poor for and against the Knights. Are, they're four and zero. They're, they're four and zero leading to this weekend's game, you know. So, uh, they've got the Dolphins. So, you know, the Dolphins have to beat the Knights. The Knights have to beat the Dolphins this week, you know. So, and that's over, like you said, over in Perth. So. Yep. It's very interesting. Each each game has got some sort of connotation towards you know the top eight and who finishes up. There. Oh, they all do. It's it's the best competition we've seen in, in years, in decades, you could say. Now, before I let you go, I've got Mike who's jumped on the line. He's out at Callum Vale. He, he's got a question for you. I think it surrounds Val Holmes. Mike, uh, good morning. Say good day to Mal. Yeah, yeah good Mal. Um, I hey, Mike, just thought, um, yeah, good mate. The um, I just thought the Val Holmes one, you know, it's a bit late now, but you know, uh, I think he achieved what he wanted to achieve. He got um, the young lad to uh, you know drop the ball, I think. And uh, but I, I'm a little bit. Do you think it's necessary that that the referees use subjective language like Val shot out of the line, and then the bunker last week said he rushed up. Is that important what speed he goes at? I mean, JWH, um, you know, was standing like a, you know, a rock when he took uh, Payne Haas out of the game. I just think, 
just leave the language out of it. How somebody wants to approach the tackle, uh, you know, once you bring sub- subjectivity into it. Well, I mean, I agree with you. And, um, yeah, language is part of subjectivity and actually, you know, can enhance or, you know, um, have, a, have, a, have a negative effect on on, um, on the yeah. outcome of, of conversations yeah. or decisions. There's no doubt, there's no doubt about that. that. But they don't know what, what sometimes what they, don't, they don't understand is that, you know, they get, they get taught to... Um, you know, make decisions. So setters is one of the hardest positions in the in the game to defend from. So you actually got to make a um, immediate decision. You've got to be a decisive decision. So you either you come up hard and you put pressure on on the ball receiver, and then everybody else follows, or you you hang back. So that's there's two decisions. There's two um, ways of defending on on you know from center to winger as, as an example. Val Val's way, his best way is he he comes out of the line hard at, at people, and I don't think. It doesn't really matter how fast you come out of a line. It's just the, the point of contact is the, the most important thing here. And I feel that, you know, while we shouldn't be we shouldn't be criticising Val for his speed of decision and his speed at, into the tackle, but his contact has been high. You know, it was high in this instant. That's why they made the decision. And then you got to you go back to a couple of instances this year where Val's probably got off um, uh, in the same sort of situation. So. Yeah, I mean, it's all subjective all the time, I reckon. Uh, and if you haven't played the game, um, or you don't understand how you defend in centres, well, then it makes it even more difficult for you to defend. Mike, great call. Thank you for it. Uh, Mal, I'm looking at the clock. We have used up our time, and time is very much at the essence for you because you've got an entire series of Star Wars to watch. Although, I've got to say, I reckon a little bit of it, a little bit of it is rubbing off already because um, you, you sounded a bit like Yoda before when you say hope is what you have and, and hope is what you ne-. It It was very Yoda-like, the way you were talking about right. that before. Yeah. So uh, may the force it be. It might be all in my subconscious. Then it's all <laughs> in my subconscious from way back, where I might have probably walked past the TV at some stage, or the cinemas, the cinemas, the theatres. You know those days with all the Hessian bag seats. And, um, that, <laughs> Come on, that, that might have. It's not that old. It's not that old. <laughs> Is it? No. You sure? Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure. It was late. It, it was late. Se- late seventies. Yeah. All right, mate. Um, we will catch you tomorrow on the throwdown as well. It's always good to chat, Mel Meninga. Thanks to thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Rush into Chemist Warehouse today for half price off Nature's Way vitamins range. It's twenty eight past ten.